Everyone still looks uncomfortable. Perhaps they all remember that old saying, power corrupts. Hello and welcome to Second Officer Slog, episode 51. I'm your host, M, and with me is my number one, Jackson. Welcome to Star Trek. It's Star Trek time. They announced new Star Wars. We're not talking about that shit. <laughs> no, we're not. We talked about that on VoIP Life. You listen to that. But honestly, if you're only going to listen to VoIP Life to hear our Star Wars opinions, don't listen to VoIP Life. They're not that. We just talk about how bad that trailer was. We sure do. I don't want to sell people a bill of goods like we went on deep and on Star Wars feelings. I just hate the trailer. So, uh, Speaking of things that are bad. Uh, yes, we are here at the first of the two-parter. Though they should have just aired them together if that's what they're going to do. Of Star Trek Discovery. Uh, episode 13, Such Sweet Sorrow. This aired the 11th of April. This was written by uh, Michelle Paradise, Jenny Lume, Alex Kurtzman, and directed by Olatunde Otsusami. This continues to take place in 2057. Please get us out of this year. Jackson, well, tell me what happens on this episode of Star Trek. Nothing! Well, you have to give me a little... You know, the thing is, the preview of on episode 12 into this episode was literally like the last five seconds of this episode where all the, the Leland ships warp in. That's basically all that happened in that preview. And so this whole episode was a nothing leading up to the thing that I'd already seen before. <laughs> Wait, so the, the, the preview of at the end of 12 showed the yes. end of 13. It showed, yeah, it showed the like 30 ships warping in and the Enterprise and the Discovery there to face them. Basically, they should have just all... add these together. Why didn't they add them together? No one yeah, cares. Nobody cares. They're in the same I, month, so it doesn't actually matter in terms of CBS stuff. People watching the show do not care. I, the worst part is, if you're not us, the fucking angry communist Star Trek fans, it seems like everyone likes this season. So I guess double dumbass on me. Double dumbass on us, I guess. Uh, so, well, can we get... There's, there's a couple things. So, um, they try to blow up the, uh, the Discovery. Everyone goes aboard the Enterprise. The Enterprise is coming to a system. Uh, Cornwall has taken it out as, as space dock, uh, and so there's a big evacuation. And then uh, Burnham gets a final destination flash. Well, yeah, because uh, if you touch the if you touch the the, the crystal, you see your future. Uh, and it's just everyone getting owned, murked. Um, yes, but but where Christopher Pike last episode was like, I guess that's my fate when he sees his future. Uh, Michael Burnham goes, Ah, oh, well, you need to prevent that from happening. Uh, well, his was only for the arbitrary rules of taking it from the Boreth, which is, I'm not defending that. I'm, that's a really bad He's... plot point. But <laughs> I'm not even like the plot hole person, but this show literally treats me like I'm an idiot. Like yeah. multiple characters in this episode, when asked why they're doing something, was like, well, I just have to trust in the plot of a television show. Which like literally, Michael Burnham goes, I have to do an illogical thing that I don't want to do because I have to believe in destiny, that all this will work out. But and... it's not a show about faith. They've Drop no. that theme! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they tried to destroy Discovery, but then it turned the shields on because the sphere data 
it is like inside the ship enough that it is just not going to let itself get self-destructed, not going to let itself get destructed by the Enterprise. Uh, uh, I want to point out here before we talk about this, the, Enterprise the evacuation, too. the way that they saddle up next to each other and then a bunch of like uh, force field walkways extend is all extremely cool. And then everyone walks off the Discovery, which is a okay looking ship, but immediately into the orange grating hallways of the Enterprise and it has the door noises and I fucking marked out. Just make a show about the Enterprise going on adventure like <laughs> it never work. I just want to see a starship go meet new planets and have a cool spaceship. Like Star Trek is not a difficult show, and yet no. this fucking season makes it seem like the most impossible task you could ever ask someone. Get, because all they can do is write Marvel movies into this. You get a bunch of characters that you mostly like, and then you send them to a place, and things happen. Yeah, <laughs> there's a problem. They're presented every week. They all discuss the various sides about it. Someone synthesizes those sides of a solution that makes most people happy. There's a little bit of moralizing. Hopefully it's good. Sometimes it's really bad. And then the ship flies off. And in between that, there's a B-plot of someone in the main cast has a problem. And it's usually funny. And you <laughs> learn and grow through that. Yep. It's it's a, it's a good formula. It has worked for many years. So yeah. let me just go through the plot. So because I'd rather just talk. I'm just gonna go very quickly through the like bones of the plot. Uh, the sphere is doing that. Uh, then they are like the only thing to do is to create a new suit uh, based on the old Red Angel suit. Put Michael in it because she's the Red Angel, uh, which doesn't. They already said that was the obvious thing, and then like panned away from it. But now they're just doing it again. She's just gonna go make the season happen again because it's the only way it's gonna end. Mm. Yep. Uh, Someone has to be making the signals because Dr. Burnham was not. So it must be Michael Burnham that did it in the future when she gets a suit. Yep. So she's getting this, getting a suit and she's going to go take the Discovery through and leave it in the future uh, so Discovery, so Control can never get it. Which doesn't make sense uh, with how time works, but whatever, sure. Uh, uh, 7,000 people who hate the show like because it exists, not because it's bad, on Twitter then say, oh, the best thing Michael Burnham can do is erase her own self and the ship that we don't like from existence and restore the good, pure Star Trek timeline. I've seen a lot of that going around. Oh, I hate it. But yes. it doesn't matter. Surely if... She, okay, not to be uh, too much caring about the, the timeline mechanics of this, because I don't actually care, but considering they care, surely if you take the ship into the future, then Control never destroys anyone... But then Control exists in the future to get the spore data when it's there. Uh, I mean, time travel's weird and bendy like that, right? Yeah. Uh, but like, but also, in theory, like this could go two ways. Like, all this stuff happened, whatever, but Michael's in the future and that's fine. Or all of this season gets erased. Which right. is another possibility. That's another possibility. Uh, I mean, the other... if this was TNG, like, this is literally what happens at the end of TNG, is there's an entire episode about very dramatic things happening, and at the end of the episode, none of it happened. because, And it was good because it was about the themes and what it reflected in the characters. And it was one of the best episodes of television ever made! Yes! <laughs> uh, God, 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 God. Uh, so... While they are doing this plan, uh, the, the thing they need is they need a lot of power to, to the time crystal. And the way they get that is uh, a signal appears over what was the planet called? Um, it's Poe's planet, who is uh, the from the Star Trek uh, short. But I forget um, what the planet is. Um, um, Zahia! Um, nope. Yeah. It's Zahia. Uh, so uh, they. Poe, who is uh, Tilly's girlfriend. Yes. Uh, returns to lend her dilithium replicating powers uh to hopefully 
uh, figure out how to power this, uh, get the time crystal to work. Um, and it requires them to shut off the spore engine so they can't do spore shit during the fight, which wasn't there a whole subplot in the season about how they were killing the spore network? Don't worry about it. We've forgotten that everyone had souls. Um, that's just gone. That's not a plot point anymore. No, nope, uh, no, it sure isn't. So that's all done. Uh, and they're basically figuring out how to charge this thing and get the power working so they can all uh, let Burnham lead the discovery through the wormhole and then come back and the big complication is oh but there won't be enough power to get her back because the time crystal will crack because we're basically pouring all the power into it but we haven't been able to limit it properly so it'll only be a one-way journey for dramatic reasons uh that's the the plot of the episode that's all of it the rest of the time is dedicated entirely to very very overwrought goodbyes for this sacrifice that is not going to stick because this show has a season three and a standing cast Yes. Uh, so, um, the, the one thing you do get, which I was like, hang on a minute, is uh, Sarek shows up. Yes, uh, because at the opening of this episode is him meditating and going, I'm needed in this plot to say goodbye to Michael Burnham. Which, if they're going to acknowledge, if they are going to acknowledge that they have a psychic link that just can connect them anywhere in the galaxy... Then they can't just do it for this. That they could have. Oh God! I thought we just all agreed never to mention that. Yeah. Uh, and then bring it back in just brings up so many problems. Anyway, that scene is fine in isolation. If this was a sacrifice they cared about, it would be fine. Uh, it's not though. Uh, but he doesn't go to talk to Spock because he is canonically uh, not allowed to talk to Spock. <laughs> uh, yes, because they're like, oh, please look after, please love Spock too, and he's like, I will. But Spock asked me not to talk to him, and so I won't. And I can't until Journey to Babel. <laughs> they never talk about a Journey to Babel house. Like, eight years ago, there was a time when they were both on the same ship for a bit. Uh, yeah, saving kind of the future. Saving the future and avoiding each other. But part of the same yeah. plot. <laughs> yep. Um, and then... Uh, he, he, doesn't come, he doesn't come aboard the Enterprise and be like, oh, I, I'm glad you got rid of the beard and aren't murdering people this time. <laughs> <laughs> unless there was something in between these two points, that's what's happening in canon now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh god. Uh so these goodbyes gone for ages. Uh she's like saying goodbye to uh like Tilly. Tilly's saying goodbye to Poe, everything. But everyone is immediately doing the uh noble Starfleet thing and saying, No, we will stay with you on the ship. And so she's like Burnham goes to like do the sacrifice and then the entire cast is standing up there going, We're coming with you. Um Except Ash. <laughs> No, so the entire cast is there, and then she's like, but you all have families, and I paused it and was like, I was like, okay, Spock technically has a family, but it's you, so that doesn't count. Uh, Jet Reno canonically lost her family in the war. Uh, Stamets uh, is broken up with his family, doesn't have one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Arium's just fake Arium, so she doesn't have a family, she's not even a character. She gets a close-up in this stuff, and it was one of the funniest things, I'm like, you've been here for three weeks. You do not yes. get to be part of this grand sacrifice. I'm sorry. <laughs> As Tyler canonically lost his family, they all fucked off in, on Klingon. On, two on families! The Klingon yes. He's lost two families! Yes. Uh, but he's the one that doesn't go. Yeah, and then he pulls her aside, he's like, look, everyone's sacrificing themselves. I need to make sure that when you get rid of Leland, that someone's here to make sure that this never happens again. Ash Tyler, the bastion of Section 31, making sure they're on the up and up. Uh, definitely not a spy for the Klingon Empire. Yeah. Uh, We're going to keep writing the plot, the coattails of this forgotten plot until we die, because it's <laughs> yes. the only thing that makes sense. They, they, they just, someone is in that writing who needs to pull the trigger on that plot, and it will suddenly let Ash Tyler be a human again. Or a yes. character, you know, I don't mean that in the species sense, because of the voice deal is 
Yes. Uh, so they all do the sacrifice. There's a lot of slow motion shots. Um, then they, they all contact their families that they now have because she said you all have family. <laughs> yes. In an extensive letter writing campaign to characters we'll never meet because this show has no time to ever give anyone actual backstories. It's amazing. Uh, There's a bit where Stamets is doing his big goodbye, but it's not to Culpa, who is the character we know who isn't coming. Yeah, because he's they they literally have a moment where they're like, are, are, "Will we? Won't we? Who can say? We'll kick it down the road. I'm going to the Enterprise. You stay on the ship, Paul." Uh, and so he's writing this letter. I'm like, "Oh, I may, he must be saying goodbye to goodbye to Hugh and being like, you know, um, I might be going into the future now. Sorry, uh, but we'll do things. You were a spore for a while. No, he uh, writes it to like his brother or something. Yeah, so it's just it's like to like he did have a family somewhere that he's never mentioned ever or cared about. Uh, yep. And uh, Osaka and Detma both get this. Yes. Uh, Osaka, I don't know how her family's going to get it because they're all Luddites. <laughs> yeah! like, they're not going to receive an email. <laughs> right, because there was an episode of this season that understood how to do purposeful character building. Yes. Uh, but instead, they've they now written this as, I know you didn't believe in me, parents, but I've, I've charted my own path. And it cuts to Tilly, who's literally doing the exact same thing. Mom, I know you don't like me, but I hope that you're actually proud of me. Canonically, we know her mom is not proud of her. There's been no episode to resolve this. Yep. Um, there's a book. We'll read the book and be... We're going to read that book and be sad about Discovery. It's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, what if we just never talk about Discovery again? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Next week um, might be the last time we ever talk about Discovery, except to mention that it happened. Yeah, we might do like a post-season three episode, but doing we- this has not been as good for weekly discussions as uh, season one, because we've just been mad for the last five weeks. Yeah. So Remember when in season one, we'd watch an episode, and then we would literally get on Skype and talk for three hours about how good the episode was, and then do a podcast the next day, reiterating all those points in how good these episodes were? Even if it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. at least so much to like unpack and talk about. Uh, and I literally no- watch the show and then kind of forget that I watched it and then kind of get mad that I have to do this podcast because I barely remember uh, needing to do it every week because there's a nothing. There's, a, there's nothing here. It sucks. It's terrible. Like the energy we're bringing to this is us being professional podcast hosts. Like we are forcing ourselves to get angry, which is the worst thing because otherwise we just forget. We just go about our lives. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Saru takes his ni- the knife that his sister gave him. All the plants get fucked, but I'm bringing the knife. <laughs> yes. A plant- I mean, to be fair, the, the he could just go get some more plants because they're all there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Georgiou throws a fit about Burnham being stupid. This, she's like, this is a bad plan. This sucks. Why are you going to go to the future? You're my daughter. I need you here. And she's like, gotta trust the mystery because this is a, just a fucking J.J. Abrams show. Like, I mean, I just, just, drown, just drowned us, right? I'm just going to go into the tub, turn on the faucet, and hide under it until I'm dead. That's, <laughs> uh, uh, again, back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't understand why everyone is talking about trusting the, the plot. Because, like I said... Because, the, the... because eventually Burnham... Like, they know that Burnham has to go and make the other signals because the other signals don't exist yet and Dr. Burnham can't do it. So that means that there must be some future event where she does this stuff successfully. But all this does is collapse the entire season into a closed loop that they should be like, yes, okay, so that'll work out. They don't send letters to their families crying about how sad that they are that their families aren't characters. Uh, it's... It's so much. And when we know that there's a season three coming next year. And that season two is going to, the ending is going to blow us away. Like, I complained about that Saru episode where he had two death scenes because that was too much. This entire episode <laughs> is, that? is that. It's this whole episode. 
Uh, I see people predicting that they think so. Like, we'll we'll get the end of the, the end of the plot, which is just all these things happen. They get aboard the ship. Pike gets a big goodbye. Doesn't matter. Doesn't not going into it. Um, then there's another thing as all the ships are like closing in. Uh, that they need to. Well, no, Pike gets a good big goodbye in that as Georgiou beams him off the Discovery onto the Enterprise. She goes, "I'm a Terran," and he goes, or "She's like, I'm a Terran from your mirror universe." He goes, he "What winks. mirror universe?" And winks. What? What does what? that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> like, is this mirror Pike? What? What? Yeah. Like that. Well, yes, if it no, just means right. that he knew the entire time, why? Why include that? Because these characters have never interacted and. Ansem Mount is announced not being in season three, so it will never matter. Yeah, that was like, is this building up to something? Is a big twist? Is this Mirror Pike? Or is has he known? Or is what? Like it He's was literally really said, big. I'm not in season three. Like, I'm done. I'm I'm I enjoyed my time on Star Trek. Yeah, I do not understand. Uh so yeah, so he gets his big goodbye. Well, there's that, there's the Georgia goodbye, but then a different goodbye. Uh, and then Ash is like, "You, I have, you, I can't come with you, and you have to trust me because he's got a secret plot for Second Thirty One. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he does then tell Pike, "I have a plan. I have to go. I have to go do something." And so we'll find out next week, I guess. Season. Uh, maybe I. I think he has a plan specifically to help in this situation because, uh, it's just a mess. Anyway, Jet Reno is clearly going to die because she touched a time crystal. Yeah. Uh, and that that happened. That's literally all that happens so in that scene. She touches a time crystal. Well, the, the plot is about like, oh, we're not charging. Who quick cares, Jackson? <laughs> anyway, Nobody cares. Anyway, all the ship show. <laughs> if, you, the- if you've followed us this long, you've seen the show. You know why. It doesn't matter. All the ships show up. Saru goes, prepare for battle. And in a show that was good, I would be stoked. But I'm not. Um, there's also, as Pike's leaving, there's a bit where he's like, ah, we have to uh, deal with the fact that you guys don't have a captain. And it cuts to Saru and then cuts to like a fake commercial because this is a show without commercials. Comes back from commercial and Saru, next time Saru opens his mouth, he's like, we'll handle the captain episode situation after this scene in season three when we get a third captain that's not <laughs> Saru. <laughs> yeah. And no one or cares we go back Saru in time anymore. and Saru doesn't have head teeth anymore. Yay! This is all a bad dream. <laughs> oh, thank God for that. And then he goes back and they're actually cattle. <laughs> <laughs> if this is like just some weird AU season. It might, it might be such a bad choice to get out of this that I would go back into loving this again. <laughs> oh, that'd be incredible. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, that's the end of the custody, and and there's going to be a big battle next time. Uh, one thing I do want to say about the battle, which I hate, and it's not actually to do with the episode in a real way, but I do hate it. Uh, number one is like, uh, we're going to have a big fight, so I have gone through all of the shuttles and added like full phaser banks to them and everything because we can't even do a fucking Star Trek fight. This has to be a Star Wars fight. Uh, yes. Like she also like modifies. Uh, like, like flyers. Tact- she says tactical flyers. It basically we've now got a bunch of like fighter ships, like you know, star X wings flying around. Yeah, we we don't know how to make Star Trek anymore, so we made Star Wars, the stupid one that doesn't matter because there's no themes and nobody cares. And I understand that that's a billion dollar franchise and Star Trek is not, but the reason people like Star Trek is because there isn't a fucking gold leader running around in a stupid fighter jet. Like. Star Star Trek fights, Star Trek space fights have an aesthetic that is like beloved. People yes. like 
there is a way to do that. People like people standing on the bridge and having their big like space naval battles. It's not an unpopular thing. But also, the whole point of a show like Star Trek, and season one, for all of its faults, understood this, is the actual ending of the war was three people standing over a well talking about a like device that they wanted to get a hold of. Right, yes. <laughs> like, Star Trek is about the conversation, not about the action. That's why it's a good show. Yep. But even in the action, this is like... There is a... For- Star Trek has its yes. own yeah. form of Wrath action. of Khan but- exists, and this like- isn't it. <laughs> and it's so strange, because... People, I feel like that's popular. I feel like it's not just weird Star Trek fans who like people yelling on bridges and having things explode, because that's also half of anime. Like, it's not an unpopular niche thing. You don't need to make it Star Wars without any budgets. Yeah. Uh, You can just have people stand around on a bridge and have a big fight happen. It's very cool. Yep. Yeah. It's how the show began. I don't fucking get it. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be really mad next week when whatever massive cliffhanger happens. Because I'm, I, 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 at first I was like, oh, they won't do a cliffhanger because I want to reset for season three. But I'm convinced the cliffhanger will be the season three reset, and it'll be a big, weird time cliffhanger of some sort. Don't know. Don't care. Actually, don't care. <laughs> That's the worst part. <laughs> going... I'll watch it and I will talk about it, but I just don't care you know what i do care about the one thing i do deeply care about what is is the fucking enterprise yeah perfect (laughs) chef's kiss enterprise hey what about what about we make a show with the enterprise yeah it's got the the hallways look amazing the bridge looks incredible like the changes they made are really smart uh and interesting in ways that you wouldn't expect like all the switches are there, but now there's like a turbo, like or sorry, there's like a corridor around the outside of the bridge, which is really neat. Yep. Um, it's uh, I love that they got such a good bright color of orange. I like that Georgiou hates the color of the bridge. <laughs> yes. I like that number one goes, we're never gonna have holograms again because they suck. <laughs> she does that, which is so stupid, and how much they've leaned into this being a thing that they're explaining. <laughs> Yeah, everything else never touched. The one thing they're going to talk about is how hologram communication is bad. <laughs> Everyone just decides to stop using it because it's awkward and bad. You know. To the point where they have to reinvent it in DS9. <laughs> yes. And then they drop that because it's awkward and bad. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out we could just use phones. Yeah. Why not? It's it's very strange. I, I really like the Enterprise. There was a good. Um, I'll I'll try to link it. I'm really bad about making notes for this show specifically because I hate this episode. These episodes. Um, there's a good Trek Court interview with the designer about rebuilding the Enterprise bridge and the difficulties of that stuff. Um, I can't believe they've just rebuilt the bridge for these two episodes because I'm assuming the Enterprise isn't yeah, going to be in well, season three. They originally they were like originally we were we we were going to do a green screen thing and then we had some extra money and we decided to throw it at making the bridge. Well, that's exactly the thing you throw it at. Yep. the the like front view screen is all a CG. It's like there's no front half of the bridge, but yes. everything else is like a full set. They built literally for two episodes. It's amazing. Yeah, because I'm looking at it like this is a good set. They're just not going to use show the Enterprise again, and they're not like it's it, Pike's leaving. There's no more space yep. for anything there. Um, yeah, it has like it has like a weird like uh like raisable and lowerable ceiling, so you can get the ceiling in any shot you wanted in. Yep. Um, and they actually like got someone who had a collection of all of the original bridge lights and stuff to send them over to use in the fucking bridge. People there care. 
Yes. Yes. Why are they not in the writer's room anymore? Yeah, no. Why Why is only the people who care design the show? Like, everything about the show, except for the part where it's written terribly, is really good. Uh, some of the directors need to chill out. That's the other thing. Yeah, so the, 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 um, the scene with the Jet Reno and them doing that big sacrifice, like, her chapter. <laughs> Literally, it's just them spinning around the three characters. It's just, yeah, because remember, it's, it's the same thing with the Ash Pike and Burnham scene, where it's just two cameras spinning in opposite directions and cutting between them. Yes. Uh, ludicrous. Uh, but yeah, like, why are the writers bad at this? It sucks. Um, yeah, because everything about the show, I like, I like, I still, despite everything, like most of these characters, I would like to see them in plots where they matter. And we haven't gotten any of that. All we get is explosions and running around and destiny talk. Like, Endgame is coming out soon. I already don't want to watch those fucking movies. I don't want to watch a bad TV show masquerading as one of my favorite franchises doing those plots. Yeah. <sighs> It's it's a massive bummer. Yeah, the, the, like I, I like I understand that a modern Star Trek is going to be like a little edge lordy and have too many explosions. I watched season one of Discovery. You know what? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, you can do it in the form of a ridiculous fake Game of Thrones TV show and still yeah. have themes and Star Trek stuff. Yep. This isn't it. This is this ain't it, Chief. <laughs> it is not possible for anything to be more ain't it. <laughs> Uh, yep. I... We're going to watch the Orville if this continues. <laughs> That's where this ends. Because uh, I guarantee you, having not, having only watched like six episodes of the Orville, it's a much better show than this fucking thing. And remember when that was like obviously not true in season one? Like, yeah. Orville was like, like it was like, team... oh, this is just, this is just like a kind of jokey, a little soulless TNG retread. It's got the TNG stuff and that's okay if that's all you want, but Enterprise should aspire, or Star Trek should aspire to more and it did and now it doesn't. And now I'd rather take the jokey TNG retread every fucking day. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's made me like actively be just like completely turned back on anything that this is doing. I'm hoping to be won back over by Picard. I have the like space to be, but I'm not like excited for it like i was before yep. uh, i lost faith in the, the team doing it with the yes with like this. the question becomes is this a problem where they literally had like a writer's whole cha- shake up and needed to sacrifice a season to like redirect the show into whatever they want it to be whatever this like new idea is going to be if that's the case then fine if we make it it makes this season really sad but fine but if this is just what kurtzman thinks star trek's going to be which is a possible it's a very real possibility and he's the one behind all of these shows going forward we're doomed we're just doomed like half of star trek will be bad shows at that point yeah um and not even like you know um we are enterprise defenders it is often a bad show by the way you would define what is a good or bad television show <laughs> It's it's such a better show than this about being it's a bad such show. Such a better show. There is a, like we always say that we like bad Star Trek, or sometimes more than we like good Star Trek. This, this just this, isn't. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to like be like the person. This isn't Star Trek. It's Star Trek on the tin. It's just this is such a different version of what a bad Star Trek thing could be because it doesn't even understand why people like this series in the first place. You can have all the names and you can have number one there and you can have the Enterprise there, and I'm excited for those things. But when the show is badly written, it doesn't carry much weight. But it's like there's no... When Voyager does a stupid thing or when Enterprise does a stupid thing, you can talk about it. You can fucking yes. talk about it. Uh, yes. And here's just uh, I guess a bunch of 
Uh, uh, not I guess we have to trust the mystery. Yeah, I guess we have to trust sit the back, mystery. Let the but show happen. Don't f- think about it. Definitely never think about it because that's not how this works anymore. The the little themes that are there are actively telling the characters and the audience don't think about it. It'll be fine. That's the that is the core premise of this season. Uh, after they dropped any hint of this actually being about faith uh, yeah. or perspective in any real way. It it just it, it not only goes against why I like Star Trek, it goes against why I like art and why we do podcasts about like media criticism, right? Like <laughs> the yeah. whole point is to be able to sit here and talk about what anything has, whether it's good or bad, or pull stuff out of it. And this show, literally, the only thing it does have is please don't think about it. You have to trust in the whims of fate slash the writers' room that we don't trust to make the show good when the show is actively on fire. And considering that the pitch for Picard is 100% uh, Picard is getting a Black Ops crew of cool people to do some ill shit, uh, I'm gonna, it's, I'm, ah! Yeah. Ah! And that's in the air I care about. Yeah. Uh, We'll find out how this resolves. And we'll definitely watch season. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch whatever Star Trek they put out forever, but gosh, we're probably definitely not gonna cover this next season unless it's good. And then we'll come back and do like recaps after the fact. But yes, no, if, I'm if not, it's good, I'm not we'll wasting, I'm not wasting our time or your time with this show anymore after this season. Especially as like we we constantly be like, oh, where are the books and everything? And we'll just be reading them when the Star Trek is bad. We could just be reading the good Star Trek. Like it is exists. Yeah. There is uh, a whole bunch of like official and nebulously unofficial uh, Star Trek content in various forms of various degrees of quality. We don't have to yeah. fucking suffer through Kurtzman's bullshit. Uh, and I understand, like, there's some benefit to, like, someone standing up there and criticizing the show, but literally we've done six episodes now where we have the exact same complaint every week. We're like, yep. we are wasting our time and, and your time with the podcast we're making. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're, like, we're doing this because we're going to see it through to the end. And, like, I know our friends watching this and people listening to this podcast... Um, enjoy having this podcast to listen to after they watch the episode uh and i'm very glad for that but it definitely feels like we're all just coming around the fire and saying the same thing because the show is bad in the same way all the time Uh, yeah i'd much rather talk about some books that like might be bad might be good but we'll definitely have more different stuff to talk about i don't want to talk about trusting destiny every week because it sucks we're gonna we're gonna be uh, forced to eat our words about bad Star Trek uh, in two in our two episodes time, as uh, we watch Journey's End. Journey's End's a better. It's bad, but it's it's <laughs> yeah. got at least it will make a much better podcast than this will be. I'm not gonna sit here and say Journey's End's good. It's a legitimately terrible episode of Star Trek, it's one of the but worst. in much more interesting ways. <laughs> yeah, I would rather something be actively just the most regressive shit made because I can talk about that. <laughs> Ah, well, that's that's the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. One more of these, and we'll be done, and then we will be back to the books. And I'm very, very excited. Uh, yep. So until then, uh, yeah. If you want to talk about Star Trek, uh, go to abnormalmapping.com and look at our Discord. Uh, there'll be a link to the Discord. We have two Star Trek channels. One's more general, one's specifically for Discovery. Those will probably just stay up in perpetuity. The Discovery one, because uh, we're not going to cover Discovery again. So that'll just be the place where we talk about Discovery. Yep. So, uh, if you if you want Star Trek talk that is about the TV shows that we're not going to cover on here, I mean, we might do who who knows? We'll probably do a Picard episode. <laughs> no, too, but. We're gonna talk about the Picard thing. I like 
Yeah. I hate that this season has happened, so I'm going in with the worst mindset, but it's motherfucking Picard on a television show. We're going to have to talk about it somewhere. If it's really bad, yep. we'll just talk about it ourselves and maybe not record it. But yep. uh, So we'll see. I mean, we will always talk about Star Trek together. Whether it gets said into a mic is anyone's guess. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, but but that's, that, that's all I've got. I'm sorry that these episodes are bad, and I'm sorry Star Trek sucks. That's not my fault, but I am sorry about it. Yep. Sure am too. Um, so until then, we will see you out there. <laughs>